Five FM. I hope you're well. I am Mary Mokalu, and you're listening to the Hearing by God's Word podcast, where we dream from the well of God's Word, find nourishment for our souls, and seek to live out His teachings in our daily lives. Welcome, dear listeners, to another enlightening episode of Hearing by God's Word podcast, where we delve into the timeless wisdom of the Scriptures. I'm your host, Mary Mokalu, and today we embark on a journey through the heartening verses of First Thessalonians, specifically focusing on chapter 3, verses 5 to 13. In this epistle, the Apostle Paul pens words of encouragement, gratitude, and fervent prayer to the fledgling Christian community in Thessalonica. It's a passage filled with insights into the essence of faith, the strength found in community, and the power of prayer amidst challenges. As we explore these verses, we'll unpack the significance of perseverance in the face of adversity, the joy of spiritual connection, and the transformative power of love within the body of believers. Join us as we navigate through the profound teachings of First Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 5 to 13 and discover how these ancient words continue to resonate and inspire in our modern journey of faith. So grab your Bible, find a quiet space, and let's dive into the rich tapestry of wisdom that awaits us in this episode of Discipleship Unveiled, Part 1. Our key text comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5 to 13. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labors might have been in vain. But Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. He has told us that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you because of your faith. For now we really live since you are standing firm in the Lord. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your heart so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. So part one, we're going to talk about the discipler. Discipler is like a mentor, the instructor or teacher. The relationship between a discipler and the disciple is based on mutual respect, love, prayer, tenacity and commitment to the cause. The joy of the disciple is to have and know that the disciple is faithful on their end towards God and towards the work being done. It is to know that the disciple is taking in whatever the disciple is teaching and using it in their lives obediently as they are being taught and having love in them towards Christ and others. We're going to read some scriptures to just get more background into what I'm talking about today. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions just as I pass them on to you. So he is praising them. He is commending them because of following the instructions that he has given. And those are the traditions just as I pass them on to you. First Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 9. 
Paul again is talking to the disciples in Thessalonica and he's telling them, how can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? As in he is grateful and he is like, how can I thank God enough for you? Because what I'm hearing from you is really good. It's commendable. And then he talks to them again in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 2. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So the work of the disciples here was produced by faith, their labor prompted by love, and their endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So he is thanking God again for them. Because Paul was the disciple to the disciples in Corinth and to the disciples in Thessalonica and even to the disciples in all the places that he wrote the books about. Having such a disciple who is unwavering makes the disciples life easier and time worthwhile. The disciple has joy in knowing that the disciple is growing in areas of praying for themselves and others. Like in all relationships, communication is important because this will help identify areas of improvement and avoid misunderstanding. The disciple draws from personal life experiences and inspiration from the Holy Spirit in setting examples or models for the disciple. So a disciple has gone through certain experiences in life. They have won battles that they have fought. They have experiences that God has helped them get through. And so they pass on all that they have to the disciple and also from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. As we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. And so it was with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony of God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. As in he is not coming with human strength, he is coming with the power of the Holy Spirit as with demonstration from the Spirit. It is not about physical works, it is not about flesh, works of the flesh, but it is work of the Spirit. It is the Spirit at work in this relationship of the disciple to the disciple. Part of the disciples' job is to check on the well-being of the one they are discipling. This creates opportunities for both to pray together, give and receive guidance so that the good work may continue. As in there has to be a relationship. There is no way you can learn from somebody if you do not have a relationship with that person. So you as a discipler should take time to reach out to the disciple because they are learning so they do not know better. So you have to be the one going the extra mile and teaching them, okay, this is how you do it. This is wrong. This is the right way. And the disciple also has to have a teachable mentality, a teachable attitude, a teachable heart, because if they are not teachable, then there is no way you're going to go with that kind of person. And it is important to have 
a discipler and disciple relationship because if you do not have that then you do not grow and even as the discipler is teaching they are also learning from that teaching we learn best when we teach i learn best when i preach because what i'm teaching whoever is listening and i'm learning in the process these words are also speaking back to me so it's not just to you who is listening to me but it's also to me it is called a double-edged sword it goes both ways love should be the key to the relationship between the discipler and the disciple for fruitfulness if there is no love in this relationship then you're wasting time so the discipler has to love the disciple so that they can be able to teach so that they can be able to be patient so that they can be able to use the fruit of the holy spirit in this teaching because teaching is not easy especially to somebody who has no clue of what you're saying and they're not understanding what you're saying a good example is jesus he will teach the disciples but they had no faith and he will keep asking them how long am i going to continue with you like this you guys you don't have faith and he had to even give them the example of the mustard seed that even as little as that mustard seed that's the faith that is required to move mountains but he loved them so much and he still loves us even today he is so patient with us even when we don't get it and we keep messing up he's still very patient with us because he loves us and so this is the same example we should follow as disciples or as disciples is to have love so that we can be able to hear what we are being taught and so that we can be able to also be patient when we are teaching others may god help us in jesus name first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 to 20 for what is our hope our joy or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our lord jesus christ when he comes is it not you indeed you are our glory and joy as the discipler when you are discipling somebody that person when you see the growth in them when you see them move forward they become your glory they become your joy as in that's your crown that's the work you have done so imagine when you see that all the work you have done somebody out there got saved somebody out there was delivered from their infirmity somebody out there was delivered from the yoke of sin that they were entangled in that is something that is part of your crown it becomes your glory it becomes your joy as the disciple as in that is the work you did for the kingdom romans chapter 8 verse 18 to 19 i consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us for the creation awaits in eager expectation for the children of god to be revealed paul and the rest of the other disciples they went through persecutions and we still have those times even now persecutions you cannot speak certain things at work because you'll be told that's discrimination while they are the ones discriminating against your faith but we still continue soldiering on we still continue speaking about christ wherever we go we still continue representing the kingdom wherever we go because we are ambassadors and paul is telling us here in romans chapter 8 verse 18 to 19 that our present sufferings they are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us as in whatever we are going through 
it cannot be compared to that glory. So we just need to persevere. We just need to hold on to the faith that is in Christ Jesus and believe that we will reach that point, that mark of the high calling where we receive our glory. And we cannot do this in our own strength. We cannot do this in our own might or power, but it is by the Spirit of God. So we have to be connected every day to the Spirit of God so that we are able to persevere, to soldier on, to keep on pressing to the mark of the high calling. There is no other way. There is no shortcut. We have to go through the Holy Spirit. If we go through a different route, then we are going through an illegal route because we're not going through the Holy Spirit and we are going to be overcome. We are going to be overwhelmed. So we have to lean on God. That's why we're told to trust in the Lord with all that we have, with all our hearts and lean not in our own understanding. That in all our ways, we should acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. So for us to continue this, journey of perseverance this journey of faith we have to lean on god so that we can attain that glory first peter chapter 1 verse 13 so prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when jesus christ is revealed to the world prepare your minds for action as we have to be ready every time and exercise self-control we should not be controlled by anything else you know the mind is a battleground for the enemy he will try to bring thoughts that are demeaning he will try to bring thoughts of doubt he will try to bring thoughts that are irrational thoughts that will make us derail from the course but we are told that we renew our mind through the word of god so we have to prepare our minds for action and exercise self-control that's actually one of the fruit of the holy spirit we need to lean on the holy spirit again so that we are able to exercise self-control father in the name of jesus christ we thank you and we give you glory i bless you for your goodness and your faithfulness thank you for this study for today lord i ask that you will continue enlightening us in your word continue opening the eyes of our understanding so that we can know more about you, so that we can understand the revelation of Jesus Christ and know you for ourselves and for others, so that we can be able to be disciples to others. We have been called to make disciples in all the world. Father God, we ask that you will help us. You, the master teacher, help us to be teachers unto others. Teach us your word so that we can teach others. In the name of Jesus, we surrender unto you, O God, and we ask that you have your way in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. May love be the ingredient that drives this relationship that we may have with those we teach. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this insightful journey through the verses of First Thessalonians chapter. 3 verse 5 to 13 as we conclude today's episode of hearing by god's word podcast may the enduring lessons of discipleship encouragement and love resonate in your hearts remember just as the early disciples found strength in unity may you find inspiration in your faith journey if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and share your support helps us continue bringing you meaningful reflections on scripture 
Until next time, may your faith be unwavering, your encouragement boundless, and your love abundant. Stay blessed, and may the wisdom of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5 to 13 guide your path. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom.